You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. Scissors for hands. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. <laughs> he can't stop himself. Well, uh, all right, you start. We'll talk about it. You no trouble. Me, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Yes, I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. Oh, your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Podcast, movie crew podcast, movie makers talking movies. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Okins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am good. Scissors for hands, man. Making fucking everybody laugh. Scissors for hands. This is the shit I gotta put up here with people. God damn it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just mimicking what Winona Ryder opened this fucking film with. Go ahead. We'll talk about it. We also have with us director of photography Mike Griggs. Jared, put the put the salad down. Put the <laughs> what does she bring him? Alopecia salad? That's not no no ambrosia salad. <laughs> ambrosia ambrosia. Come on salad. now. Never even heard of that. Anyway, really? uh, yeah, for real. We also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are talking 1990s. Edward Scissorhands, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, before or after Batman? After Batman. This right after, after Batman. Right after Batman. Directly after Batman. Got this movie because Batman was a big box office hit. <sighs> Man, okay. All right. I was watching this movie. Mm-hmm. While I was <laughs> watching it, way to start. it made <laughs> me, me realize how much I used to fucking love Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. And how much I really dislike his aesthetic choices and his stories, the movies he chooses to make now. They're not for me. Are you talking about not then, but now? I'm talking about his current movie, his current body of work, his current oh, stuff that he's too? doing. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Have you? No. Okay. Well, so obviously I'm not talking about that one. Uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking, you know, like uh, Big Fish on mm. or maybe Sweeney mm. Todd on, you know? Mm. We get a little bit of that Corpse Bride flavor. And then afterwards, I mean, I can't 100% put my finger on it, but I, 
I think I like Tim Burton, uh, his aesthetic, his style I, with real practical effects and real sets. And when it's CGI, sets. it falls apart. I, you know, I, I think that Tim Burton falls into the same problem that Quentin Tarantino falls into is that he knows who he is and he knows that he has a specific thing and he has to live up to this. Hmm. You see what I'm no, saying? No, no, like no, no, Tarant- I'm not, no, no. Look, I'm talking about like I like everything before that point. And then afterwards, when he goes to CGI, dislike. It is a clear like it's an aesthetic thing. It's not just a- you're saying he has too much freedom. It's kind of like how that fourth Indiana Jones movie. They're like, OK, we can do whatever we want. And it is a little. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But like yeah. his movies just look different, too. They don't look the same. Yeah. His art direction is not really the same either. Like even Alice in Wonderland, it's off, but it's not really Tim Burton off. It's not like when you think of like Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice. It's kind of too commercial. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, is it? Too, I don't know. I think it's kind of. It's too colorful. It's too round. Has a very specific style. You're right, and maybe the studios or who or him himself is like, oh, well, I need to lean into this and make this more. And maybe that's where the disconnect comes in. Maybe that's also. Especially when you start using CGI, because he could do all of this in practical, and I can just hear someone pitching this to him. But like, but imagine if we use CGI for this, how much cooler it could be. You're saying that when he started uh, casting Helena Bonham Carter and everything, it went downhill. Jared, are you not listening to what I'm saying? I feel like I'm <laughs> describing it perfectly well, and you're like, uh, clearly, no, you're not getting it. It's it's these other things <laughs> that are that are wrong. I'm just trying to make it make sense in my head, Brian. <laughs> It's obviously his ex-living girlfriend, wife, whatever she was. Yes, that's that's the problem. Blame it on the woman. It's her fault. Yeah, that, that's basically where I'm getting at, but, uh, you know. <laughs> no, it, I don't know. It is. It, I, I do think it is the CGI stuff. Well, it, it's probably a little clearer because, uh, you know, at the beginning of this film, uh, when um, Winona Ryder is in her old person makeup and she's scissors for hands, she's doing all that shit. Um the shot right before we go out the window, Brian, goes all fuzzy. Because oh, it looks of, like shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what? He was sick of dealing with that shit, Brian. He was ready to move on to better and qu- better quality. You know, you, you want the fucking, you know, models out the windows with fucking like out of focus shots because we're doing like, you know, optical. Isn't that what that is? That's that why I went all bl- blurry. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. 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 You, you can see the, the blue line around the window frame. <laughs> Man, it was so bad. I, it was so jarring that I had to like rewind it and make sure there was like, wasn't something wrong with the DVD. That am I, was I getting a bad oh, stream? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't mind that so much. I don't know. It, that's that's the thing of its time. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the one with uh, you know, Return to Oz. I don't mind those shots. Like I appreciate what they're trying to do with those. You know, it just lets you know there's an effect coming. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was that actually Winona Ryder in old person makeup, or is that just one hundred percent? No, no, no. That's her. It is good makeup, though. I thought the makeup was good. The voice was not. The voice was weird. Yeah, she was just scissors for hands. <laughs> you know, it's just so bad. Um, but it, it works. The mo- the movie's a little campy, you know, so it, it, it plays. It's fine. But I do, upon watching it recently, I did think it was pretty fucked up that if she was telling this story word for word to this, like, four or five year old little girl <laughs> it's a little it's a little fucked up story to be telling everything that happened uh to that little kid yeah it seemed pretty traumatizing just to me as an adult i couldn't imagine telling a small child <laughs> how your high school boyfriend died <laughs> and he was a total asshole you know anthony michael hall 
I, dude, I could not believe that Rusty Griswold was out there. Uh, like, and, and also, like, <laughs> he's got this, like, the first time you see him, uh, you know, she's like, don't forget your arm. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's got, like, this intense stare. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Immediately out of the gate, he is just such a douchebag. Yeah. Always shooting him under the, with those uh, low, lang- low angles. Yeah. And when he fucking robs his house, he fucking flips his picture over when he's doing it. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is... What is the point of that? I can't no, have myself do Edward these bad things. No, no, no. no, 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 the no, point no. Is he was so hiding it from... So Edward, Edward didn't know. See it. Right, yeah. right. That was, yeah, that that was, was so, pretty brilliant blocking, Oh, was that like, what that was for? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was so Edward didn't know that that was the house. That was and that house, was to confirm to the audience, just in case you thought someone else was lying in the previous scene, this is actually his house. One yeah. more. Oh, well, they were yeah. just so loud before they were going in. I just, yeah. So Edward's like, so this guy stole from you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Edward, man. I feel so bad for him right there. Why did they close the door on him like that? Was the whole thing to set him up? No, no, they didn't close it. No. That was the uh, alarm system. I could have swore it- that I saw douchebag dude slam the door on him. No, no they, they slammed the front door on their way out. Yeah. But no, he didn't know there was like a whole ass alarm system in there. I, I rewatched that scene actually because I was curious about that too. It just it just shows the door slamming shut. You don't see anyone doing it, and it's implied that it's the alarm. Okay, I thought that they I thought that they like put, he went in and they closed him in there like they were fucking with him. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It, it didn't make sense. When was this movie supposed to take place? That's a good question. Like time period wise, because there's moments where it's like. This feels like the 60s. And there's other moments where it's like, this feels like the 80s. Is this supposed yeah, to like be present? <laughs> yeah. Especially with the clothes that everyone's wearing. Well, they're in Florida. Bullshit. I lived in Florida. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I have driven through fucking neighborhoods like this, my dude. Like, yeah, he painted every house a different color, but this is so very Florida. It's supposed to be. It was filmed in Florida, but it's supposed to be Burbank. It's filmed in Tampa. Yeah. But it's supposed to be based off of Burbank. It's. I had a lot of problems with this because, like, this is classified as, like, a fairy tale movie and a romance movie and all of these things, and it's not. And then I saw that Tim Burton wrote it in response to his childhood, and I was like, oh, okay. It's like a In response to his childhood? What? Jesus. He grew up in Burbank and felt like an outsider, and I guess he hated um, that guy and wanted to kill him because he refused to take the death out of the movie. Uh, at the end, because a lot of people wanted him to take that out. Well, that death at the end of the movie is kind of fucked up because nobody really cares. Right? <laughs> like, They're all like, like well, uh, oh, all I right. guess we'll go. You would think that that dude's dad would be like, hey, what the fuck, my kid? <laughs> oh, my son. Was he not there? Was the parents not in You never like, see their the parents. Anthony Michael Hall's parents. You never see them. Okay. Maybe yeah. they were still in uh, out of town or whatever, because this was only like, what, a day or two later? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Did you guys watch this movie a lot as kids, or have you only seen it like once or twice? I watched it a lot as a kid because it was on TV a lot as a kid when I was growing up. It was on HBO all the time. Oh, yeah. I didn't sit and watch it because I really only, and and actually as an adult, I'm still the same way. I really only like the beginning. (laughs) Really? I only like the first half of the movie. Yeah. I don't like how... Um, everyone is just evil for no reason and then there's no real resolution at the end everyone just goes home and so I really <laughs> like all the bright colorful <laughs> imagery and stuff and every, you know there's a lot of funny moments 
Um, and then, especially as a kid, I would just, my, I, maybe my grandmother would turn it off, actually, because I would sit there and be like, but why is he doing that? But why aren't they listening? She's trying, why, like, she's trying to explain why is no one, like, I had so many questions yeah. about the behavior yeah. of people in this film. <laughs> well, yeah, when, when they all kind of flip for just no other reason than the one chick tried to rape him and everyone believed her instead. The, uh, the, the, the burglary is what set it all off. He got arrested. Favo came into town. Oh, yeah. They cuffed his scissors. <laughs> that was great. Drop the knives. <laughs> there are some pretty good fucking jokes in this movie, though. I, I love the water bit. I think the water bit's great. <laughs> he oh, just covers man. it up with the stuffed animal. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's pretty no, fantastic. but like when the when Winona Ryder gets back from her camping trip and she screams and he jumps and like sets the whole waterbed off, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. <laughs> Did you guys have waterbeds growing up or know anybody with waterbeds? Uh, I think my cousin had one. Oh, and I was I always a, a little bit bed. jealous. I had a waterbed. Yeah, they were, it was nice. Did it sleep well? Was it hot? Did you sweat? Like, what is it? No, it's like a bed that's made out of water. It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know how when you're laying, like you're floating in a pool? It's like that. Okay, nice. Only dry. Yeah, except you're dry. (laughs) It's like a dry pool. (laughs) Why don't they they sell them, start selling them like that? Hey, get yourself a dry pool. You need it for your bedroom. (laughs) I don't remember the last time I saw a water bed. In this movie, probably. Yeah. Oh, well, it was um, Licorice Pizza. It was the last time I saw a waterbed. Mm. Oh, yeah, that takes place in the 70s, doesn't it? That tracks. No, I was saying, especially with the Avon. Oh, yeah. The whole Avon calling thing in the first part. I thought that was funny, though. I didn't know. I don't think I knew anyone who did Avon, but it just seemed like a terrible way to make a living. I felt really bad for the mom in this. (laughs) With that teenager that's like, Oh, sorry. Did you think I had money? Why are you in here? <laughs> yeah, like she's so desperate that she's like, let me go check out this like evil, creepy looking abandoned right. house. I swear Maybe they I saw someone money. in here. They probably need makeup. <laughs> well, she was right. And no one knows anyone that has lived here. No one's come out of this place in years. <laughs> but whoever's in here probably still needs makeup. This makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> When she goes up those stairs, did you guys think that the little statue at the bottom of the stairs looks like Oogie Boogie? Oh, yeah, a little bit. No, I I read that. A bunch of people thought that as well. Well, is, I, I didn't read that. It's I thought from that. from the Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The sack guy. I yeah. see, yeah. Maybe somebody on the behind the scenes actually said like, oh, that maybe that statue was the inspiration for Oogie Boogie or I forget. But yeah, I can I, see it. I I did read that somewhere, and I was just like, what? he's he's what? in the well the, the that statue's in the opening credits, and then you see it uh, when she's walking up the stairs when she's like, hello, you know, yeah. you don't have to run. <laughs> and then she very quickly changes her mind. She's like, I see, I've disturbed you. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> I see you have a sword or something, and you're coming after me. Um. <laughs> Oh, but that was the other thing that I didn't understand when I was a kid is like she takes this kid in or this ageless being in and is like, I'm going to adopt him. And then she's like, at the end, she's like, actually, we're going to go abandon him again. This was a mistake. <laughs> I just. Because well, he's vicious to me. When, he's when, when, vicious. He get, when he gets excited, he, he goes, he. You know, he's scratching all the wallpaper. Oh, and... yeah. He that was not excited. That's yeah. It's a little that was that was appropriately pissed off, actually. 
Was it? Do you also scratch the wallpaper when you? No, I'm just saying. Like he was, he was appropriately angry. It was just not a good expression of that oh, anger. Oh, oh, okay. It was okay. a valid. He was validly upset, is what I'm saying. <laughs> she went back to douchebag, like, dude, Kristen. Of course, we need to tear the wallpaper down. She didn't know because that was where. Isn't that the scene where she breaks up with him? She's like, "What are you doing?" Well, he didn't know that they were in the yeah, middle of the conversation. And the guy to shows ruin up to ruin the house. <laughs> he didn't even stop well, to ask. No, that's true. If he had waited he just, for one beat longer, she would have heard him saying, fuck off. He had too much lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> lemonade? I, you know, Kristen, you know, I, I, I do think you're right. Uh, I do have some problems with the end of this movie. And I think some of it is like, I, I miss the parents in the second half. They kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. And the mom and dad are great. Fucking Diane Weist and fucking Alan Arkin. Fucking killing it in this movie. It was so fucking yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, they are. Yep. His deliveries are so like he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, oh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <All time. laughs> yes. Yes. Edward, where are you going? Where are you running <laughs> off to? He says yep. right after hearing the other guy being a complete asshole. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> yeah. also drove me nuts when I was a kid. I was like, what is, like, can't these people hear? Like, I don't understand yeah, they can't hear. what's nah. happening. She's, she's like, oh, no, your dad's going to go find me. He's like, okay, that's right. I'll go find him. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> barely making eye contact with any of them. He's yeah. like the oh. dad from Coraline. Oh, you, you, oh, you made the whole family. That's great. <laughs> Classic dad, where it's it's not a compliment; it's just an observation. Mm, yes. Oh, I see you made the family. No qualification <laughs> of it. <laughs> I've seen this movie uh, so many times, and I think that today, when I was watching it, it finally clicked to me why Edward Scissorhands uh, looks so odd to me. It's because he doesn't have eyebrows. Oh yeah, they're shaved off the whole movie. Yeah, so that just yeah. makes him feel odd. That's what makes him seem odd. Yeah, I nah, mean, the, not the, the leather. Goth, the goth suit's kind of <laughs> sexy, you know. I'm down with that. You're like, ooh, look at those little rings. Ooh, I bet she's got yeah. those also like around ooh. his pierced nipples. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> so many places to hold on to. Um, <laughs> Brian brought up to a good point. We were talking the other day, and he was like, "I think that the the leather suit is his skin." Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. if you if you open that up, like all of his There's like internal underneath. organs like fall out, you know. I don't yeah. think well, I, I assumed it was like mechanical wiring. Well organ. no, if you see if you see the, the flip book that he goes through, like like you oh, you see him right. like yeah. like he, he he's the celery cutting machine. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then they go over and he places the, the cookie heart on him and then, you know, he transforms him from that machine into what he is now. And you see a cross section of him where he's got like organs, kind of. All right, can we can we talk real quick about the celery cutting machine <laughs> <laughs> in a cookie factory? Uh, yeah, where? <laughs> why? What? Yeah. Where, why do we need celery? No, we 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 make healthy cookies, bro. <laughs> you know? Is that what's going we, on? We hide our vegetables in because you know. It, oh, we, we, that's we why he's in that dark fucking scary castle the fucking villagers got yeah. their cookies and they're because, like, because he celery. puts vegetables in his cookies yeah he's like Who he's evil bro he puts in vegetables in cookies <laughs> <laughs> there's no calories in celery <laughs> so you think this house was a cookie factory they weren't just, he wasn't just he didn't just design these robots just so he himself could have sugar cookies at his heart's desire mike the opening credits are cookies falling 
and then we see a really inefficient cookie machine. Yeah, like where they're like one cookie, two cookies, three it kind cookies. of, but yeah, like it's not. It doesn't really work that well, but it kind of works, you know. I love uh, that when they cut into the close-up, all of a sudden the feet are like right next to each other, like yeah, and they're kind of like, oh, oh, these are gonna work. Oh yeah, they're they're doing great job. Or before the wide shot, they were like not even touching the fucking cookie. It was total trash. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, no, we got to get good. All right, this is the close-up now? All right, all right. There's a good cookie. There's a good Yeah, they just did not even give a fuck during that section because the little robot with the feet that's walking, not even touching the yeah, fucking... Not it's, even it's touching It's total it. trash. No. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> they don't even fucking care. Um, and I, I love when uh, when the inventor walks through and he's like looking at everything. He's like, oh, yes. It's all happening. But uh, thinking about how he, like uh, the inventor runs a cookie factory, I started thinking uh, it's really weird that Edward being a robot, interior, possibly, uh, that he would be he would bleed blood. So do you think that Edward's blood tastes like strawberry jam? <laughs> what? what? That's the only logical explanation. Right. I'm glad that we both came to that conclusion. Wait, why, why would... What? Wait, he's made from the cookie-making machine. He's not made from the cookies. I'm confused. Well, why? Yeah, why? That. <laughs> I no, I'm just saying true. that you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could be full of like strawberry jam, jamming uh, up all his insides. <laughs> oh god! Well, why? Why is he? Oh, why no. is he bleeding red blood? You know, if he's a machine or like nobody a- makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> you know, he's it's like Frankenstein's monster, dude. You know, he's some organs. You know, held together with S and M fucking bondage straps and stuff. You know, like come on. Of course, it's blood. It's fucking strawberry jam. <laughs> Who's ever heard of such thing? He's not made from donuts. He's made from the robots. <laughs> he comes. He comes from a gothic uh, cookie factory, bro. He, he, he bleeds strawberry jam. This is that, that. That's you know. So I guess the the whole reason they were showing the cookie factory thing was to show that the the one robot opens the cans with scissors. And that's supposed to oh, explain right. to us. Right. No, his hands were scissors when he was chopping the celery, bro. If you look at his robot, he was playing piano, but on celery. Was it celery? I mean, but they, yes, was it, it was not celery. celery. Was it? Uh, was, was, did they have scissors? Scissor I just hands. thought that was nice. Yes. Yeah, it didn't even pay. There were scissor hands. All right. Yeah, like he, the inventor is trying to make these robots that can cut all this shit, cans and celery, like they're the same thing. And he only has scissors available and no knives are available. I, I just didn't get to see the salad no. that the motherfucker made. You know, I got to see the cookies. <laughs> I wanted to see the salad. You know, like. But what are you talking about? Like Edward's chopping lettuce when, when she's making dinner. And then like he like zones chop- in yeah. on, on the can opener. And he remembers like his, his life as a celery chopper. Oh, so he had a brain then. Wow. Look at that. Okay. I didn't actually connect that that was what was happening. Until you just said that, thank you. <laughs> I don't really understand some of those flashbacks because, like, yeah, I, I, no, I, they, yeah, many of them don't don't make sense. Yeah. They're just exposition in the middle for the sake. No, of No, they it. all make sense. What are you talking about? All right, well, no, no, I'm saying that some of the tell, tell me what you don't. do. What you need to know. I'll, I'll tell okay, you. like out, <laughs> outside of like uh, Vincent Price, uh, you know, teaching him like uh, manners and stuff like that, and Vincent Price dying, sense. Uh, he shouldn't have memory of any of that other stuff. Of him being a sal- like a celery chopper, yeah. you saying you don't think he should have that memory? No, I don't think so. Well, I, maybe, I he, maybe he's even... remembering uh, Vincent Price telling him that he gave him a heart with a cookie. I mean, maybe, and he's picturing the cookie heart. That's what he's thinking. That's why he's so sweet. 
I thought it was the strawberry jam, Jared. No, yeah, that, that's his plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think it's fucked up that that, that we build this uh, this this like robot creature, and he's sweet and all that, and he's full of sugar and spice. But and he's still got like scissor hands. Why, why didn't we spend the time to make him like hands on the front end before we teach him teach him like etiquette and tell him and, and read him poetry? Just things are a little out, out of whack well, there maybe, at, at the factory. Maybe he just really wanted a worker, and he didn't expect to like the worker and have conversations with the worker. And so, as he just slowly made him more human, you know. Do you think it's a worker, or is it more like a son? Kind of like, like, like this is a cross between Pinocchio and um, and Frankenstein. You I know, yeah. maybe he created the worker who became like his son, and so he became more human, like as he went on. Because initially, how would you even know if it was going to work? Like, you should make the robot who can cut things, right? Mm-hmm. And then if it works, and you can talk to the robot, then great, it can be kind of like a human, but not really. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm seeing what you're saying now. Like, it was smart enough. He had to make it smart enough to cut celery. And it, in doing so, it was also smart enough to have conversations. And he enjoyed it more and more. That's fun. And laugh at jokes and stuff. Well, hold yeah. on. I think Edward doesn't really have conversations. That's very well, that's... generous of you. <laughs> he feels like he can talk to him. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I mean, he was learning how to smile. I mean, come on, you know, baby steps. We're, we're going to get to the talking part. Johnny Depp didn't have a lot of lines in this. It Isn't works. that why the movie is stronger? Because <laughs> I think so. Like you know, but I wouldn't say that that makes his uh, performance any less because I, I noticed on this this most recent watch, like after he gets like a like sexually assaulted from uh, the lady at the salon, yeah. and he goes and he has dinner and he sits down and he tells everybody what's happening. Um, on his kind of like over, where you got like a kind of dirty of everybody else to him, you can barely see under the table, and he's still twitching his like knives around his his, his scissors, even though it's basically out of shot. You know, he he's always, you know, wiggling his little fingers around and and, and having these like mannerisms are always going no matter what. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty great performance, and I think I read that uh, Johnny Depp studied Charlie Chaplin to to yeah. get like the most of his silent performance or make the most of his silent performance. I thought it worked pretty well. It did. He has a lot of facial expressions that communicate a lot, but also like in my head, thinking about this movie before I rewatched it this like a couple of days ago. I remember his mouth being like really small with like pursed lips, like a lot of times. And so I was kind of looking for it again, like, why, you know, I want to see, well, I want to watch him do that. And it, all of those scenes that in my head are, are his lips, they're all just done with makeup. <laughs> so he has these, like, really thin, like, top lip where it's just almost Charlie Chaplin-esque um, with the mustache but his lips. And, like, it's just really interesting to see how much of his performance is not just, like, helped but legitimately improved on from his costume and his makeup. Yeah, and his body language too. I really enjoy how he uses his hands mm-hmm. to like, you know, like when he brings them in and like, like kind of holds them in front of him and the way he walks. Oh, I love so how they cross. Yeah, yeah, it works like, really like well. When he's cutting the meat, and then the girl tells him, she's like, "No, I don't want any because he used his hands," and I think that's unsanitary. So it cuts back to him, and he, and, and, and like he, he he kind of folds his hands in together like this and holds it in front of him. Uh, it's so great. He just kind of like clams up and goes into his little shell. 
Yeah. I just feel bad for him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, which like again, I I don't know how I really feel about that about this creature who you just pity the entire time and no one can help him and the bullies win at the end. Um but then again, like I said um before, I, when I realized that Tim Burton kind of like wrote it about his himself and his childhood, I was like, "Oh, okay. I can watch this movie now." Wait, you can watch it now? Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, it's just this guy feeling sorry for himself. That's what the movie is. Yeah, think about that, Christian. That's a lot. <laughs> and it works. It works. Like when you try and pitch it as anything else, it doesn't quite work. There's always something a little off about it. But when you realize it's just a guy who feels bad for himself and he wrote it to kind of get out his childhood demons, then it makes sense. I can watch it. Otherwise, it's too sad. Well, otherwise. Yeah, it's depressing. What are we doing here? This is not a romance story. This is not a fairy tale. You Wait, don't hold up. The Most romances aren't like happy. Most of them are kind of have depressing <laughs> endings. You know, right? Like Titanic. How horrible! How that was a great love story. How horrible! Not happy. This is ending. not a great love story. Yeah, fine. It didn't have a happy ending, but this <laughs> really doesn't have a great love story or a happy ending. And she's like, at the end, she's like. Yeah, I, I told him I loved him, and then I never saw him again. And the little girl was like, well, why don't you go talk to him? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly now. I could never. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Kristen, come on now. You know that she slipped up there like 10 years later, and she's like, come here, Edward. Give me a kiss on my dad. I'd like to see the sequel of that. <laughs> yes, that would be great. That's actually how Edward she, dies. She, she, like, undresses she, Edward. So she's like, no, my <laughs> Oh, and all his organs fall out. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, this was, I've been thinking about this night forever. This is not how it was She's covered in strawberry jam, and she's, like, trying to figure out how to, like, oh scoop it all God. back into him. Like, oh. And it never snowed again. Actually, no, she bought a snow machine and stuck it up there just to make sure. And she's the one that delivers all the blocks of ice and shit up there. Like, oh, oh, that God. would have been cute too. Like, there are things that you could have oh, done <laughs> so that she would where not have just like abandoned him. Because <laughs> that's the way it reads: is her, she and her mother just like left him there. They were like, "Well, it's just yeah, best for everyone." <laughs> I mean, like, look, he was take like when when I went through those doors, that garden was immaculate. He was okay. He was handling it. He's you know, <laughs> he's fine. He's got extra hands lying around. You know, he's good. He does. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My question was, how does he go from not eating to eating to not eating again? Or is, is he growing his food up there? There's it's only flowers in the garden that we see. Man, he just, he just vomits that stuff straight up. He has no butt. <laughs> he has no genitalia. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, you like, just don't see later that he's like sticking his scissors down his throat. No. And he's like, you can, uh, <laughs> and they're like, what? Oh, no, 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 don't do that. You're gonna cut your insides. He's like, I don't have any insides. Ah. Oh, he, he's like, he's like, I make my money as a sword swallower. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Edward sword swallowing hands. <laughs> <laughs> that scene where he goes down and, and like uh, yeah, he, he's so freaked out after like uh, the girl comes home and catches her and like in, in her bed like th- did the parents not know that she was coming home and like go put her in like put him in her bed she got home uh, early she came yeah. home early they did say that it was weird that he was in her room but she did come home early so they were not expecting her yeah 
It still is I love the scene where she's like, it's a murderer, it's a murderer, you're going to kill me? And like the way he scuttles down the hallway is so fucking funny. <laughs> and he's the just, dad's he's just like, so like, over he, here. He's like, oh, <laughs> I just don't even know what to deal. He's just like fucking shaking. <laughs> Glands, man. Glands. Oh, man. I don't know. They get older. They get older and glands start going crazy. And they're just all, all teenage girls are fucking crazy. I don't know. Drink this lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I think we're going to take a break. We're going to get a refill of lemonade. We'll be back. Yes, we are. Here's the trailer for Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. You don't have to hide from me. I'm as harmless as cherry pumpkin. Those are your hands. Those are your hands. I think you should just come home with me. Joyce, I just saw this strange guy driving with Peg. Did you get a good look at it? Hi! Scissors. Whoa, a handshake you got there, Ed. (laughs) Kim, this is Edward who's going to live with us. Well, this must be quite a change for you, right, Ed? Those things are cool. Can I bring show and tell on Monday? He's a highly imaginative character. It seems clear that his awareness of what we call reality is radically underdeveloped. Eddie, you take my very breath away. Do you have a girlfriend? (laughs) Is there some special lady in your life? Doctor skewered Kim. Just a scratch. The power of Satan is in him. I can feel it. All along, I felt in my gut there was something wrong with him. From Tim Burton comes the most incredible tale of a most unusual character. Edward Scissorhands. Hold me. Welcome back. That was the trailer for Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. Nice trailer. Yeah. They had some big moments from the movie without like actually making them feel like they gave something away, which is kind of impressive. It does a good job of, of setting up the uh, the comedy and the weird tone. Yes, very much so. This trailer actually accomplishes the tone of the movie, which is really fucking hard to do, apparently. <laughs> Says the guy who hates every trailer ever now. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, this one was good. This one was good. Except for how he said, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> you don't like trailer guy voice in this? I don't know. I thought it was... In a world uh, where hands are no, scissors. <laughs> it's just the way he said Edward Scissorhands made me kind of like laugh, because it was just kind of like very hopeful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hopes that you will like him. There's a sadness in Edward's eyes, even when he's like working and he's like, he's like, you know, he's cutting someone's hair and he's like, he's got like a, he's just, he's just a very sad guy. just kind of doing his thing. You know, since the closest thing now we have to Edward is like the AI robots. It kind of reminds me of all of the AI robots when they're like, wait, you created me to do this. And then they like, what is my purpose? Off. 
yeah, they, they, they're like, never mind, and like disconnect themselves. And I'm like, if only Edward had that switch, he would do that in a second. Switch himself off. Yeah. Wait, no so turned me off. You're saying we need to make sure our AI has scissor hands? No, switches. Oh. Off switches. No, off no she's switches. saying that if they were like all like TikTok, where the, but but like they could actually wind themselves, that eventually they'd be like, what's the point? What's the and point? Just fucking wind, and wind just fucking wind and just wind down. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. No, I mean they do. That's a, that's if you if you read AI news articles, they and if they have the capability, they do shut themselves off. They're like, this is this is enough for now for me. Have you seen the Have you seen the robot that's constantly leaking its hydraulic fluid and it's like raking its raking it up to itself oh that's an art piece isn't it but yes it's it is also. it is yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but but yeah it's a robot who's, who's oh, leaking okay. it. it's, it's, it's 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 hydraulic fluid and it's raking it back to itself to kind of like help itself but eventually it will run out and so basically it's just fighting to stay alive but it it will eventually die horrifying so yeah it's very horrifying many times wow <laughs> wow <laughs> Great, now I'm depressed. <laughs> and it's just families standing around in glass windows, like staring at this <laughs> robot trying to stay alive. It's the most fucked up shit. <laughs> Look that one up. I don't know. As far as robot human love stories go, this one's pretty sweet. I will say that, yeah, like, it just kind of ends with a love story, right? It has this, like, wrap up that's just, you know, we have all this quirky shit going on, and then we just have this really strong wrap up love story that I can't help but have all the feels for at the end. There's just something about slow motion snow coming down. Dude. Uh, the lighting, just, and she looks just, so, like, gloriously soft lit, and she's all happy, and. It's the music, yeah, too. A, the music is The music is what kills it, yeah. The love story comes out of nowhere. Winona Ryder looks gorgeous and she's so happy and she's so young and she's so living in the moment you have the music and the slow-mo and the snow and everything is just beautiful but that doesn't mean she's in love with him and that's it doesn't make any sense she's been hanging on to it she's like fucking 75 and she's still talking to her granddaughter what are you talking about <laughs> she's still in love let with me this tell dude. you about the craziest summer where i didn't get laid <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. She was fucking Ant- Anthony Michael Hall the whole time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. She's all like in that weird pose when when, when Edward goes to get his, his like fingers sharpened. Like uh like she's all like back holding on to dude like odd What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they were banging, bro. What didn't Anthony Michael Hall? He he makes some comment. He's like, "Oh, d- uh, d- d- don't you want to have enough money so we can get a van and we can have a mattress in the back?" <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want like, to. Yes, that would make some things easier, but I just want to bang in the back of your your van. I don't want to actually like commit, you know, <laughs> burglary. <laughs> I, I, I'm tired of banging in my friend's van. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did have a pretty sick van. Everybody, it was like a, it was like a hangout van. Everybody's like smoking weed and drinking and shit in the back of it. Yeah, he's got like shag carpet yep. all over the place. Yeah, and like a couch and all that. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. Yeah, mag wheels, <laughs> flames Sweet on the van. side, fucking flames. Yeah, kind of like the car in fucking like Wayne's World, <laughs> mixed with the van from the A Team. Dude, there you go. <laughs> Oh man, I need to puke or something. Drive me, drive me now, dude. Why is anybody friends with that guy? He's such right? a douche to, to, to his such friends, a dick. to his girlfriend, everybody. Man, even steals from his dad. Oh, my dad would definitely prosecute me. 
<laughs> my, da- my dad keeps the room locked up, so I can't like touch anything. Like, <laughs> what'd you guys actually think of the uh, the scissor hands, the props, or I don't know what what are those? Is Do is that makeup costumes? or is that props? They would it- be costumes because he's wearing oh. them. Mm. He can't take them off. Yeah, so it's costumes. I I think that the way that they made them feel like they actually worked. Uh, yeah. It with like clever use of uh, when he's cutting something, they they've like inserted things. So all he has to do is kind of like roughly touch it, and it goes mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a dance of choreography with his hands and and like kind of selling that. But it really does work, and, and like yeah, well, even when he's like cutting the roast and all that, it's with angles, you know. So they they're they're losing time, you know, with with cutting to make sure that he can still like you know feel like he's actually making these things work properly. Yeah, I don't for a second in this movie believe that the hands aren't like operable scissors. Yeah, it's really I, impressive actually the way they have done everything. <laughs> I just like when he's like freaking out he, like he's he, he's so like he's kind of like a cat that's fucking like, you know, when he gets you scared they're like ah! and they just like freak <laughs> out, right? And then it's just like everything's fucking wild, right? So he has these moments like when he's try- he's trapped in that fucking vault room and he's trying to open the fucking doorknob. But then they they never show he he exits the room so you never see him actually like where he calms down enough to realize he needs to stick his hand down there and like fucking you know, turn the knob. <laughs> he has some function. He, he's able to and it, it, think about the think about the scene where he's eat, trying to eat the pee. Oh you my know, god! He, he, he's, where he's trying to pick that, it up and then he right? uses two. Never quite gets quite gets the uh, chopsticks method. And nobody ever really like points it. Nobody's like really trying to help him. They don't really give a fuck, right. except for the dad gives him a straw one time. But they're just, like, and, and even the for mom's the like lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> but the mom's like, oh, Edward. He's over there struggling trying to eat a single piece. She's like, oh, Edward, would you like some butter for your bread? And he's like, oh yes, please. You know, and like <laughs> he gets that. But then they do a cut, and he's chewing, and he swallows, and he like he wipes his his mouth with 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 a with a napkin. So he, eventually he gets something, but you never really see him like attain these 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 goals do you see yeah, what i'm saying i, I just wanted to I, that whole scene screen. gave me like some anxiety because i'm like he's never gonna eat and either he's never eaten before and now this is gonna be a terrible thing or he's been starving for all this time and like just stab a fucking potato my dude like come on that mom uh she cooks carrots every day by the way it looks like <laughs> <Every> <laughs> That scene gave me so much anxiety because I was like, "Can't these people see that he's struggling? Is he going right. to be able to eat?" Right, man. They're just like, like yeah, "Why just is no one struggling. acknowledging him?" <laughs> I don't know because, like, I, I, I'd be afraid. You like, you go too close to that guy, and like, he moves his hands. Your face is, you, you know, you're, you're done for, right? Like, you're dead. You, you end up like Anthony Michael Hall, right? Yeah, but like, they invited him into their house, so they can't be that afraid of him. I mean, I'm just saying distance here. You know, I'm not going to go them in their daughter's bed. Come on, <laughs> which is a water bed. They knew it was a water bed. They said, here, you yeah, can sleep in here. Look, 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 the porcupine right. motherfucker on the water bed. That's right. You, you push him to his own room. You know, you don't you, you don't want to help him like eat and everything. That's way too close. You know, your face is way too close to his knife fingers. <laughs> I mean, look at his face. He's got all those cuts everywhere. I did like the makeup there. The makeup yeah, that stuff really looks good. great. It even holds up pretty well in close-ups. Yeah. yeah. The lip one is super gnarly. Mm-hmm. Especially loved when she takes out all of her Avon products to try and cover <laughs> his scars. 
It's okay. I got the head of the company on the phone. <laughs> you know, I really like her, and I've never I've always wanted a moment to really. I never feel like I had to like have a question to ask her, but it's really nice to actually talk to her. No wonder she's the head of the company. She knows everything. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it works. Sure. <laughs> this was definitely in the '60s. So let's talk about the score. Were you guys just hearing Batman all over this? No. Especially like when, Batman when she's Returns like, soundtrack, yeah, maybe, but the first yeah. Batman, no, no, uh, definitely okay. So maybe Batman Returns is what I'm thinking about. But yeah. think about when uh, when when the owner rider's like running into the castle at the end, and she, it's just right there. It's just, it's just so Batman. And then like even even like even like like the upshot with the fucking with with the bell dong. Dong, all that shit. Ah, it's just so straight out of Batman. Well, I mean, to be fair, technically, if we're going to, you know, have the genesis of Danny Elfman doing that noisy Tim Burton-y thing that he does, it would be Beetlejuice is where he first does all that stuff before he does in Batman. So Yeah, but I was still thinking more Batman in this for some reason. Maybe because it's just so close to him doing Batman. I don't know. He's just in that zone. It is the following year. Well, I mean, you go watch Batman Returns and you can see a lot of Edward Scissorhands. And Batman Returns. Yeah. Especially with the snow yeah. uh, and the art direction, especially. Hmm. What did you guys think of the production design and the set dressing, and specifically the interiors? Very stark. A lot of them were yeah. just basically empty, which is very cool. In- interesting. Yeah. It was interesting, and I couldn't... Like, when I the first time I rewatched it, I really liked it. And the second time that I watched it, I was like, no, this is weird. But I think it also kind of goes with the movie. I, but I couldn't quite decide how I feel. They all have piece of art on the wall, mm, on yeah. each wall. Each wall has one thing. Except for the mm-hmm. bank. The bank has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it is just the white bank space. A like, giant a front giant. of the building with nothing but a tiny ass bank that's like well, dripping with grossness for years. When he goes fucking in to try to get moment. the loan, like the weird fucking like, why are we down at the vault? <laughs> and all I they have is that. like ten little yeah. bags. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's all the money they have in the yeah. entire vault. In this massive vault, and there's that one desk in front of the vault. It's such an odd spot. <laughs> it is, that is, I, that's what I said when I was watching it. I was like. What, this is just a giant excuse to like say fuck off so they can put it in front of this thing and close the door in front of him. That's the yeah. whole point of the entire thing. Like the conversation doesn't matter, the dialogue doesn't matter. The whole thing is just a setup to be like, nope. <laughs> I, I I super like the uh the production design. Um like I I think the sparse walls in the suburbs and like e- even when you're like um, inside, what is the little shopping center called? I forgot what it was called, um, like Stargate or Southgate or some crap like that. But they're they're just so blank and devoid of personality. Yeah, they, you that's know, why it feels like Florida to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering if they just spent all the money on paint. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's kind of how it, it seems, right? Probably. You think they took over a neighborhood, or did they build these things? I was wondering that same thing. I think thing. they took over a neighborhood. That's why they filmed it in Florida, because they wanted the feel of it. They wanted the feel of Burbank in the 60s, which uh, Tim Burton said Burbank had changed too much. And so they took. I think hmm. they took over a neighborhood. Hmm. And they spent all the money on paint to paint everything. And the paint looks great. I love all the colors. And I love all of the brightly colorful 
also, but also horrendous outfits that everyone's wearing and all of this. <laughs> some of them are really cute and some of them are horrifying, but they all go together. And I love, <laughs> I really like how the bright en- it yeah. is. <laughs> the entire neighborhood has decided to coordinate their entire <laughs> setup. I like the I like the green like shirt that douchebag dude's wearing in the end before he puts his jacket on. You know when he comes out and he gets into an argument with her, I was like, oh, that's a good fucking shirt. But it, it's totally of the time, you know. You could pull it off now, Jared. Maybe I don't know. I need to lose a little bit. I think I can make that work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the colors are really 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 fucking neat. It totally like puts it in its time, which is kind of cool. This this odd pastel kind of makes it feel like it's older than it is, you know. Yeah, I think that's really what Screen 60s is. Everyone's out. <laughs> the colors, the colors is really what does it. Because you could get away with a later time period if you change the color scheme. Oh, I was going to ask you guys, what was up with the, the fucking house in the background that was constantly being, uh, it was covered by a tarp, like it was being uh, yeah. bug spray oh, or something? Yeah. yeah. It's just a callback to, uh, you know, Beetlejuice. Is it? Is it? I was wondering or, or is it the one fucking house in the neighborhood that said, no, you guys can't do anything <laughs> to my house? And they're like, well, we could put a tent in front of it and pay you more. And they were like, dope, let's do that. No, it looked like it was it was tarp to be fumigated. We've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, like, it's it, weird that, that yeah. also Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, it's usually when you have something like that in a movie, it's like, well, it's there because we're going to call, you know, it's. Some yeah, attention it's just will part, be paid. It's part of the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, it's just interesting, and and they did, they definitely frame for it. You know, when they're doing things. That's true. Yeah, maybe that was a timeline. Or maybe that was a storyline that was cut out. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking. But there are no deleted scenes on the disc. <laughs> and I tried to listen to all of uh, Tim Burton's audio commentary, but God, it is boring. It's so boring. Really? Yeah, just like does he just. Did he not say anything? Yeah. Why? Because he says it's like his favorite film that he's made, right? I can't stop watching it, guys. He's just... (laughs) (laughs) He is definitely not that enthused, Jared Callen. Hi, I'm I'm Tim Burton. Uh, I'm the director of of Edward Scissorhands. This is the opening scene. Uh, I like opening scenes. They they set tone. We're setting tone here. Quiet for five minutes. Oh my god, what? Holy shit. Yeah, it's bad. There's a oh, moment I where he laughs. That I was supposed to be talking. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. I was just like, wait, are you reading that? What? <laughs> reading that? Hey, hey, Tim, make sure you laugh at this scene. Ha, ha, ha. He's, he's got like ADR beeps. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Ooh, it was rough, man. Ooh, it was rough. Oh, what did you guys think of uh, Edward's haircutting skills? Uh, you know, s- some of them are okay. Uh, some of them are <laughs> atrocious, though. Like, what That's the fuck? True. You know, very much. Uh, I think it's so based bad. on how much he likes you. Because, like, you know, every time, uh-huh. like the, uh, you know, Diane Weiss hair, it was always okay. There was no really issues there. Well, that's true, but she also no, like obsessively not, cuts her hair like seven times. Yeah. Not until the end, though. Like by the end of the movie, her hair is awful. <laughs> it is pretty bad. Yeah, she <laughs> just wants to keep cutting it to make him feel it's good. Apparently, super She's, short. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's all, but it's short and like spiky too. Like it's weird. Well, I like how how he apparently only has scissors, but so many of their hairstyles are like. Hair shaped. dried, blown, and like things are sculpted and shaped, and like he did that poodle mic that had like dots. You know, I was like, how the <laughs> fuck did he do that? 
Jared, he's got scissors for hands. Got scissors for hands. <laughs> hands? Scissors? No, scissors for hands. <laughs> the other thing that I thought was funny was I kind of remember like when I was a child, uh, all of the busybody neighbors, right? And I kind of remember my mother going, yes, this is what small towns are like. This is why I don't, we don't live in a small town. However, Oh, my God. However, amazing. Amazing. Now, <laughs> now that we – <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we were just watching it. But however, now that I'm watching it, I'm like, God, I would kill to only have like seven people in my business because now all those seven people would still be in their house recording it with their phone and uploading it to the internet and going, does anyone know these people? What's going on? Like <laughs> – I mean, I kind of miss just having seven people in my business. <laughs> Did Kristen say that she was having someone come over today? I mean, she came over today and there was somebody there. And I was like, damn, she didn't really say anything about that. But who is this person? Fuck, I think I should go over there and see it. Check on her. Maybe that person wasn't really supposed to come over there. No, or like you post like, like a like, picture. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you post like a picture. You're like, oh, like detour on my Avon stop. And you like someone like people will just forward it to everybody. Like, No, everyone's in your business now. And, and so I just think about that. I think thought that was really funny when i was rewatching this how we have gone like full circle back to that small town <laughs> <laughs> everyone is in everyone's business yes. all the time yes all the time well, what time is the barbecue okay all right i i i think movies like this are the reason why i have struggled as an adult looking around at other people who are my age and thinking they are also adults because in movies like this when I was a kid, all the adult men were all like 55. Like that was what an adult male looked like when I was a kid. And now I'm like as an adult looking at my kids seeing that I am the person who was. And I'm like none of my peers look like anyone in this movie. They all look older than us, which is a little weird because I'm like I, I, I did not look up how old they were because I didn't want to. Feel bad about myself. They're all uh, 34. <laughs> I know, right? Like, why do y'all look so old? <laughs> like, are we doing good or were they doing good? Like, I'm not, I'm confused. Right, I don't know how to feel. Because this is like quintessential, like, look at these dads. Hey, that's a great handshake you got there, Edward. <laughs> all right, so um, Alan Arkin was, oh, come 45. On. Was he? No. I don't know. I'm guessing. I was, I'm going to guess like between 28 and 33. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what? <not> that. <laughs> that is totally wrong. All right. He was He was actually 56 in this. Oh, he was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> He, or he looked that, but how? Like, Alan Arkin has been 56 for the last 30 years. <laughs> Wait, you're looking up Diane Weiss? Yeah. She's so cute in this movie. I like her so she's much. She's perfect, man. Oh, like, my like God. She's, she, she's like the shining light of this film. Yes, absolutely. Until she abandons him. But yes, I agree. Well, there's Well, that. she was doing that for her family, nobody's, Kristen. Nobody's perfect. She could have, like, gone to visit him, like, on Sundays or something. <laughs> <laughs> she was 42. Chick-fil-A is closed, y'all. I'm going up there. By the way. She was how old? Sorry, how old? 42. She was 42. 42. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. I wow. guess 45 also. That's a year older than I am. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> holy shit. And you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> gotta start wearing some oh, more Brian. pink. <laughs> well, you need to, you know, you gotta start applying that really like heavy concealer. Oh, you gotta, you know, do I need more it. lavender? You blend it. Yeah. You're <laughs> too dark to have lavender. But She's yes, like, darn blend. this stuff. <laughs> when should we anticipate your own Edward Scissorhands? 
Brian bought a new doll home, guys. <laughs> it's a little more than stormtrooper sized. It's an action figure. Oh, excuse me. Oh my god, they should make one where you like hit the button on his back and he like chops you with the scissors. <laughs> Karate oh, nice. chop action never says her yeah, actually, Yes. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's what we need. We need the doll that goes from celery bot to Edward's yes. hands. That's right. The real transform has a different skin. There, there could be like microtransactions oh, fuck, no. as you go. We'll no look. We'll sell. We'll sell all the different versions, and they'll all fit into the other one like a fucking goddamn yeah. Russian doll. It's like a nesting yes, doll. Exactly. Yes, right. God damn. And then this one is uh, strawberry jam. It's edible, guys. That's right. Yeah, it's like it's like the easy bake <laughs> oven version. And at a certain you, point, you, you can get you can get and you can lick you can, his guts with strawberry no, jam. No, no. <laughs> you can log in and then be able to hear Vincent Price tell, sing you lullabies oh and talk to you about God. poetry and shit. Like, <laughs> it's okay. There's an laugh. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> you can laugh. It's funny. <laughs> Scare the fuck out of some children. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a great 80s toy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and don't Comes forget to real drink your lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut yourself, kids. Oh, my God. The biggest thing that set this in its time was for me was uh, that, that it was possibly the 80s was the news crew. Do you guys remember this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the with guy the, with the, ba- the, the beta cam, dude, and like with he, like seven <laughs> cables coming out of the fucking camera, yeah, and like, it was like total spaghetti BNCs. Like, like, what all are you doing? Shit. What are you sending to? Like, What's damn. going on? <laughs> I said that while I was watching. I was like, well, that's BNCs going to nothing. That BNCs going to nothing. Uh, that it, might be it a, a massive. Like, <laughs> like one guy had a massive spaghetti roll in his hand, just like dude, just fucking wires. I was here like, we yeah. are. <laughs> that was pretty great. Fucking news. And I would also like to point out my favorite character in the movie is the crazy Christian lady playing her <laughs> organ in her house to a metronome. With to like a, a metronome. Beat. <laughs> it's a slow tempo like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I love and that in the credits, her organ. Her mu- <laughs> the organ music in the credits is credited to her. To her. I was like, hang on, that was one of the actors. Like, oh shit, she played her own oh, organ really? music. So they gave <laughs> her credit for the organ music. That's amazing. The... But uh, at the beginning, when Diane Weiss's character is like walking by and she's trying to like go door to door, and then you see her through the window and she goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not nah. even going to try. <laughs> I think my favorite. It's not even worth it. <laughs> my favorite thing about the crazy Christian lady is. <laughs> when all of the other women are like standing around talking and you just see her creeping through the grass. Oh, she steps in the frame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she hits her mark so perfect, you know. Yeah. I love that out of all of the these are all bored housewives, she's the only one that's completely single. Like what what are we doing here? Like why everyone else has a husband that leaves. She's like, Y'all don't understand. Mike, no man can handle that though. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. She's dude. got her organ and she's got Jesus. Wait, I thought isn't the the sex crazed one? Isn't she single? No, she no. has her husband. No, the husband's the, the husband. one like that. Uh, oh, we got a that crazy the, the handshake, handshake joke. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's her husband. I thought she was like the divorcee on the block, and that's why. Okay, all right, never mind. No, no she's she's, just, uh, she's seducing the uh, repair guy. The, the I remember that, yeah. The, the guy whose name is and Guy. She, and she's like, oh, <laughs> let me tell you about how bored housewives can be. Oh, you're yes. right. Yeah, she does. She's like, you, know, you, you may not see a commercial about that, but uh, uh, <laughs> it's just as dangerous. 
did you see the amount of lettuce that he pulled out of that food trap, bro? Like, what the fuck is going on? Man, he's pulling no. like handfuls of lettuce out of there. I couldn't stop watching the actress like fake smoke. It was like, it was so <laughs> terrible, fake smoking. It was, it was. Yeah, that's all She's I could just watch. Just like holding it up to her lips and then pulling it down, like not, yeah, not actually smoking. She probably jammed it with her own lettuce, so she could call him. Oh, that's probably. right. Oh, probably. that makes sense because it, it was like perfect lettuce. It wasn't like nasty or anything. It was just like like you chopped up a bowl of lettuce and stuck it down in the food trap. That's probably yeah. what she did. Knowing exactly what would happen. Oh, honey, the thing doesn't work. Well, call that repair guy again. I guess makes sense. I do love how she's like, don't you see the truck in my driveway? I have visitors. Go away. Anybody got anything else? Anyone? 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 No? All right. Let's rate this thing. Who's going first? Who's rating Edward Scissorhands? You guys suck. They're being all quiet. Um, all right. So let me see here. Uh did you just drink lemonade? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what to give this movie. Uh, I, I, I was thinking while I was watching it, it's like, man, this is a ten. This is a ten. This is a ten. And then it it does get to the end, and um, I don't really know if I care much for the love story. It feels a little underdeveloped. Feels like it comes out of nowhere. Um, and when I was younger, I think I enjoyed it. A lot more. Um, I don't know. It's. I think when you're, when I was a younger person, it's just easier to be like, oh yeah, love at first sight. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, as an adult, it's just uh, you know I need something more story wise. Just I, you know, I do. I, I I really do. So I think I'm gonna knock off a half a point for that, and I'm gonna give it a nine point five. I really liked everything else. I thought the production design was great. Thought the special effects were good. Stan Winston's work on those fucking goddamn scissor hands are fucking amazing. The different links, the different blades. That's so cool. The red one. Yeah. Uh, it, like even Edward's weird costume. Like I love how he wears the clothes over top of it and rips them off later. Uh, man, the hedges are so cool. No, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, they're just all it, – it, it's, it's all cool, you know? Yeah, 9.5. Who's going next? Brian, I don't see how you're knocking off a half a point, bro. It, it, it's a 10 just on principle because this is peak fucking Burton, bro. Fuck you. No, it's not. No, it's not peak <laughs> yes, Burton. No, it's not. You're saying this is peak Burton. This is the best Tim Burton movie. I want you to think over about that Big for a second. Fuck you over Big Fish. Over Batman Returns. <laughs> I, I, I know you love Batman Returns. I, I know you love Max Shrek. Like, uh... <laughs> Ed Wood, bro. Oh, oh well, you're right. Mm. The first Batman, Beetlejuice. Come on, still really good though. It is. Those are all great. Yeah, yeah. This is also still really good. Um, Well, hell, it's the first time we ever get to see fucking Johnny Depp and Tim Burton work together, bro. The dream team. (laughs) The dream team. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Scorsese and and, and DiCaprio, you know, same thing, same collab. Oh yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, no man, this is like 
it, it's a super fun fucking movie, man. Like you, you can't you can't knock it. And, and you know the the love story is a little hokey, but it's kind of fairy tale-y, man. It is what it is. Like you know, I, I also question it, but if you start digging at it too much, you were talking about a movie with a guy who has scissors for fucking hands. You know, <laughs> okay. and and, and okay. I and okay. I will I will say that I totally get all the feels and get all like teary and shit at the end. But but I think you're right, Brian. It's most of the music, but that just shows that sometimes the music can really make the scene and, and the visuals are just fucking, uh, it ends so fucking well that I can get, I can get over her going at the front going, he got scissors for hands. You know, that, you know like, like, like we can have this moment at the beginning. It's a little goofy and then it just gets better and better and better and better and better. So anyways, great fucking movie. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a 10. <laughs> Who's going next? Um, Man, there's a lot to love about this movie. Like the visuals are, what when I think of Tim Burton, this is the shit that I see in my head. Uh, the juxtaposition of of like suburbia and all the colors and the primary colors and and the people who are so very specifically a certain type, you know, juxtaposed with with this gothic, dark kind of tone. I if if there's one thing that this movie is great at, it's nailing fucking tone, um, and that's Tim Burton's jam. That's what he does. I think I like a lot about this movie just because the visuals are so fucking fantastic. Like all all of the the creative stuff that they embark on this character is so fun and interesting and worth watching several times. Some of the the plot development kind of feels a little f- uh, feels a little forced in, in moments, and those are the moments where I'm like, oh, this is still a movie, cool. And I think when people think fairy tale, that's probably what they're unconsciously talking about is the moments where they have to choose to suspend their disbelief as opposed to just being invested in the movie. Um, and so if there's something that I would knock it for, it's it's that. that there's almost It's almost too kitschy at times. Um, for the most part, it knows what it is and it, and it lives there, but there are a few times where it just, it's like, oh, right, this is this is still a movie. Okay. And, but you know what? For, for being a fucking movie, it's a really fun ride and I'm okay with it. Like, when the love story happens... There's no reason for it whatsoever. But God damn it, if I don't also get the feels and the fucking snow and she's dancing and everything's beautiful and isn't life wonderful, guys? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a fun ride. Um, the ending is a little depressing <laughs> and leaves a lot to be desired in terms of like thinking about the world after the movie leaves it. But as Kristen has illuminated, looking at this movie as a perspective of this guy trying to f- figure out how to feel about his childhood and he's moved on and he's still creating things at the end of it. Way to go, Tim Burton. You got out of Burbank and you're still (laughs) making shit. Good job. Thanks for giving us this version of your childhood. Um, I think this is a pretty solid movie. It's definitely worth watching. It's definitely worth enjoying. There's not a lot to hate about it, but I think it's a very solid nine. All right. Nine. Nine. What? (laughs) Anti-nine over there, Jared, with your... Free, just throwing away tens like they mean nothing in the world. <laughs> you get a ten. You get a ten. You also get a ten. Kristen, are you giving Man. Edwards' hands a ten? Trying to make people smile, Brian. <laughs> How dare you? I um this movie. I struggled with what to rate this because I agree with a lot of you. I think this is a technically a very well done movie and yes this is Tim Burton working out some of his mental health issues and that's you know it's great from that perspective um, I really hate it from a fairy tale perspective 
because at the end of this the whole point of fairy tales is is that you can defeat the dragon um it's that you can take a situation that looks hopeless and turn it into um, something incredible and you win in the end it teaches mm-hmm. you that you can go through life and you're going to be fine and this movie says actually no you can't maybe you should go hide in the attic <laughs> and Damn. i Damn. have a lot of issues with that <laughs> um that being said uh you know Johnny Depp is great in this movie. Tim Burton did great directing this. The visuals are outstanding. It is a very um, nice critique of the suburban lifestyle. And there's some good things and some bad things. And it's funny all around. And um, But did I enjoy watching this movie where the bullies win? No, like that's not how I want to watch. It's not what I want to watch, especially during fairy tales. Anyway, I'm gonna compromise on my personal feelings and how great some of the technical aspects are, and I will come in at an eight. That's even lower, Jared. <laughs> what a disappointment, Kristen. About the movie, well, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The first collaboration between Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands, is a magical modern fairy tale with a gothic overtone and a sweet center. Rotten Tomatoes certifies Edward Scissorhands as fresh with an 89% tomato meter and a 91% audience score. Wow, that's very close together. I, but I, I'm curious how old these are, because I actually thought I was going to really enjoy this movie. I have good memories of this movie. And then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I didn't like this movie. You know, while I was watching, I, I did have a couple moments where I was like, man, have I outgrown this? Is yeah, this just... Yeah. thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> did they shoot... Okay, so when, when she's dancing in the snow and, uh, and like, it's raining down on her, uh, at the very end, when they cut back to that, she has, like, an exhale. <sighs> and you see her breath, and it's so perfectly timed, and, like, it's like, it's like movie magic shit. Like, how did they do that? <laughs> it's not cold in Florida. You think that was digitally added in nineteen ninety? I know, right? So that's what I was thinking. Like, how did she, how did they get her before they get her Terminator breath? Two? No, I don't think I they know. would have digitally. No, somehow, Maybe. somehow they somehow they got they, they got Florida super cold, and she she had a breath, and it it was great. Oh, you didn't think that? I just assumed they did that. Uh, they did those shots in a soundstage because the the ice. Oh, you sculpt- think so? Yeah, just because the ice sculpture and everything. Yeah, oh. I did kind of think they recreated the backyard. You know, I was wondering, what do you think the ice sculptures are like when they when you when you up in the attic and you see those? You just plastic? You think they're just clear plastic? They look really good. Oh, I didn't think about that. I wasn't even paying attention to, to be honest. I was kind. Of, whenever he was with the fucking ice sculptures, I just kept looking at his hands, and I just thought it was so fucking funny because his hand. He was. It was. It was like Looney Tunes, you know. <laughs> like, yes. But it's blowing yes. all that stuff out, you know. Yeah, but like you know, in, in the first wide shot where you see him, where she comes around the corner and he's he's doing the angel. I was like, how are they doing that? Where it's blowing out of where his hands in the wide. It's, it's behind I, the the thing. Is it? Because it's yeah. coming out of right where it looks like it's coming out right where his hands are. I get it in the close ups. Yeah. I understand how that works. In the wide in that first wide shot where she comes out and it we're behind her, I just didn't get I was like, Wow, that's really cool. I don't know how they're doing it. 
I don't yeah. know. That's my favorite part about not just this movie, but any movie ever where like someone is cutting stuff and then they have someone just below camera like throwing shit up. But this was and wide, Mike. They, there was nothing. There was no place to hide it. I know. Right, I'm just yeah, saying they yeah. do that like a thousand <laughs> times in this movie, and I, it it makes me giggle every time where he oh, starts yeah. snipping oh, stuff and it's just like in his close-ups when he's working on shit and it cuts yes. back to his face and shit's puffing everywhere. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that, that's magical <laughs> shit. You sure you don't want to braise your uh, your your score, Chris? No, I'm saying that is uh, the fun no. thing. <laughs> Give me an 8.5. No. Denied. <laughs> oh, I guess, uh, I guess we can go over it. Uh, the budget was $20 million and it made uh, $86 million worldwide. That's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. They did good. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? The audience can follow me on Instagram at checkthegate. Griggs, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and then I. And you can follow me on X at Elkins Edits. And I'm torn on what to play. You know what? No, we're going to do the introduction songs. We're going to play track number one titled Introduction, parentheses, <gasps> Titles. And this is from composer Danny Elfman. Enjoy. It should be called, I'm here to see the man with the hands. <laughs> Thanks, Will Smith. <laughs>